Neutrino Tau. Parallel universe. You must be kidding. Pat was pleading with Carmenate's eyes, who tried in every way to reassure him, even though he too was not sure of the things he had just said. Listen, we are about to meet someone who will be able to give us some other explanations and you will see that we will find the key to the problem, said Carmenate, surprised by his own ability to remain credible. In front of Professor Crest's door, Carmenate took a deep breath, then patted Pat on the arm. Whatever you see in here, please don't overreact or worry too much. Just trust me. Pat's eyes bulged. And what could I see that upsets me more than these past two months? Pat sarcastically replied. At that very moment, Crest's two sentient dolls opened the door. Exactly. Carmenate whispered. While Pat was trying to recover and walk without wobbling. Why am I shaking? Is it because I am living in a science fiction movie? Or is it because I am about to face the truth? He asked himself. Crest greeted them with the warmest of smiles and a triumph of hot donuts and freshly brewed coffee. Pat began to believe that the slice of mediocrity he had witnessed by spying his double had become at this point, a desirable goal to pursue. For a few seconds, he tried to imagine himself in a familiar, peaceful environment, surrounded by affection and that banal sense of belonging that never makes you feel alone. How nice it would be to wake up and understand that you've dreamed it all, that it was a post-indigestion nightmare. Milk and sugar, Kristen and Samantha asked him in unison, permanently destroying the illusion that it was just a dream disorder. Just milk, thanks, Pat replied, trying to control his shaking hands. Why are my hands shaking now? When you find yourself somewhere else, 
somewhere unknown. Somewhere other. And you don't really understand how you actually got here. You find yourself in a place where everything is obscured. All the structures you knew, invisible now, fallen between the cracks. Something happened in the transit, something big. I don't think I will ever go home. I can write messages, but the only people I can send them to are the people I know now, here, in this new world. Reality hit a roadblock somehow in my life in Cassandra's. This life in another space-time, he thought. Carmenate tried to reassure Pat, continuing to repeat the magic formula of everything is normal. This is your beautiful life, a phrase that, in other circumstances, would have made Pat explode. With frustration, then Path thought to himself, are we on the run from the FBI? Why do we need several passports? Why does our very existence seem to be on a knife edge? But this story required a massive dose of good faith and resignation and Pat, at this point, could not help but surrender to the facts of his new reality. Pat sipped his coffee, and almost possessed by an alien force, he told his version of the story, focusing mainly and the fleeting encounter with his double. For a few seconds, the silence in the room seemed tangible. Then Crest raised his cup of coffee as if to simulate a toast. I've been waiting for such a moment all my life. Thanks be to the universe for this unexpected gift. It means that I have not wasted 30 years of study and hope. Okay, thought Pat. If nothing else, the professor doesn't seem to consider it so dramatic. Carmenate poured himself more coffee. Happy days, thought the young agent. At least 
I recorded everything that was said, and Cochrane won't take me for a fool. Pat steeled himself and cleared his throat, trying to test his ability to still be able to say a few words without stammering or swearing. Professor, forgive me, but what are your thoughts about my double? Crest closed his eyes and stayed that way for a few interminable seconds. The singularity theorem tells us that an inflationary state is past time, like incomplete, and hence, most probably, did not last a truly infinite amount of time, but rather arose some distant but finite point in the past. There are a huge number of universes out there, possibly with different laws than our own, and possibly not, but there are not enough of them to give us alternative versions of ourselves. The number of possible outcomes grows too rapidly compared to the rate that the number of possible universes grow. Pat felt that he could faint any second. It wasn't fear. It just seemed like he was in some kind of surreal gunfight. Kalmanate came to his aid. So, what would Pat's double be then? Crest eyes lit up with intense glow, giving his face the features of an enthusiastic child. It means that Mr. Patrick Floyd is a wonderful exception to the rule. An incredible phenomenon that I fear we will not be able to explain even in a hundred years time. My guess is that it is outside rationality and has more to do with the desire to will. Pat collapsed into his chair, a fucking exception. I can imagine Cassandra's face. She would do her disco face or her housewife face and laugh heartily at this situation, he thought. Crest put a hand on his shoulder. Come on, my friend, cheer up. Do you know what the important element of this story is? Pat looked at him. It means you worked it out for yourself. You made the universe count. 
in a way that works for you. You saw the choices made by your double and you took your time to think about it and assimilate it. You looked for workable solutions. You just didn't find answers as there were none. There is no other universe that has this version of you in it. And there is no future for you other than the one you continuously modify and rebuild for yourself. You reshape your life into the new universe you find yourself in. Make it the best one possible. This is your lifetime. The sound of the bell at the door shattered that moment of general awareness of the transience of life. It must be Cochrane and our friend Cassandra. Carmenate reassured everyone. After a few seconds, Cress stood up. Gentlemen, this is my partner. Her name is Amy. Carmenate let out her. What the hell? While Pat, disheartened, held his head tight in his hands like something from the hand of Edvard Munch. This woman is a cop, he whispered in Pat's ear. This woman was Whitaker's lover, Pat replied in a faint voice. And from the hallway, the beautiful voices of Kristen and Samantha could be heard singing Duran Duran's Ordinary World a cappella.